the Hot Tag. Your weekly wrestling podcast here at Sin. With your hosts, Aaron and Julian. Find us on the Sin website. On Omni. And on iTunes. Are you What is going on, Sin Nation? Welcome to the Hot Tag. I'm your host, Julian, here with the other coolest host here, Aaron. Coolest or equally cool? You're the coolest. Oh. Well, I'm glad we've established that early on. <laughs> um, 13 She's more weeks. She's mad with power. And we'll see if that changes, but All it right. won't. We'll see. You're the current title holder. <laughs> Let's see if I can take the title by the end of the season. What's going on, Erin? Oh, you know, not much. You've you've had a big run. Hey, you've just yes. finished player one. And That's right, you're player feeling one. A, you're feeling a bit tired, a bit dusty? No, I'm feeling energised and ready to talk about some good old wrestling. Good. What have we got coming up tonight? So tonight, we have got a lot coming up. Tonight's episode, we will be talking about the spectacular WrestleMania events, the once-a-year event that WWE holds. Um, everything in the year builds up to this event. It's kind of so, like the mecca for wrestling yeah, fans, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. And we're, we're fresh off of um, the most recent WrestleMania for the year, WrestleMania 33. Yes, so we've so, got fresh in our minds. Yeah. Real excited for the new year. Um, yeah, so talking about wrestling, everything about it. If you're new to wrestling, stick with us. We'll happily teach you. Yeah, please don't be deterred. If if you don't like wrestling, or if you you know you've you've dabbled in it in the past, please stick around, and we'll try our best to convince you that we're not actually crazy. Insane. Yeah, <laughs> like we're fun. Pro- we promise. We promise. Um, <laughs> don't giggle. don't laugh like that. Okay, let's chuck it to okay. a song to start off with. What do you want to play first? What are we gonna play first? Well, today let's kick it off with a little bit of Ric Flair by Killer Mike. That song right there was Ric Flair by Killer Mike. You were listening to The Hot Tag here on Sin Nation with Aaron and Julian. That song, I might just add, uh, Killer Mike from Run the Jewels. You might have heard them. I love them to death a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> I like them. And, of course, you had some cheeky samples in there from the man himself, Ric Flair. We'll be talking about him a lot. Um, he's an important name if, if you're not familiar with wrestling to know. Um, absolute idol. We'll definitely be talking about him later on in yes. this show. Yes, of course, actually. of course. But to start off with, we're going to give you the basics. So what is WrestleMania? The grandest stage of them all, the <laughs> showcase of immortals. Yes. Oh, they have a lot of nicknames. It has a lot of nicknames. A lot of them cheesy. Um, some of them all fun. of them memorable. Yeah. You, you don't forget well, them, well. do you? Well, yeah, actually, there's some pretty bad ones. Ultimate, <laughs> Ultimate Thrill Ride was the most recent one. Uh, hey, look, it was, it, was, it was a thrill ride. No, it was a bit palatable. Palatable? Palatable. Surprising, I'd say. <laughs> Anyway. Disagree? <laughs> yeah, we disagree. Okay. Agree to disagree. WWE first produced the event in 1985, and since then they've had 33 editions of the event, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty decent effort for one company to put on that many shows and just yes. com- keep growing yeah, yeah, in their like following. It, with each installment of WrestleMania, yeah. they just... Fan base grows, the, the superstars grow, the roster grows, and just, uh, you know, more viewers and... It's incredible to see how many people come and gather to watch this massive event. Well, yeah, as we said before, it's kind of like it's on the bucket list of every wrestling fan. I yeah. think it's where you have to be. Um, everyone goes there. WrestleMania weekend. It's now a weekend. I mean, if you yeah. had said that five years ago, even well, 10 years ago, 
<laughs> what? Like, huh? Yeah, huh? A weekend a of wrestling. That's yeah. too much. But no, that's but completely no, how it is now. But no, it's not enough for some people now. <laughs> yeah, I know. So the most recent event um, was held in Orlando, Florida on April the 2nd. So, yeah, very fresh. Yep. Um, and the 34th one will be held in New Orleans. And I'm trying to convince Julian to, to go and save up his money. But, um, you know, other things are important, like cars and other necessities. Yes, basic human needs. Basic human <laughs> needs. Such as food like and water. Eating and, and a house. Housing, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. We'll see how we go. Look, <laughs> I'll I don't know you how your financial situation is, but let's get back onto the wrestling. Okay. Uh, WrestleMania is WWE's flagship event um, on pay-per-view on the WWE Network. It's the most successful and long-running professional wrestling event in history. Yeah, so as we said before, um, very phenomenal effort. I mean, it was kind of born out of this thing where Vince McMahon decided he needed to take wrestling global. And yes, to the next level. To, yeah, to yeah. the mainstream, because before that, it was based um, very much on territorial promotions, yes. which he kind of, like a vacuum cleaner, like, <laughs> ran through <laughs> just the states. through the states. Yeah, <laughs> and just sucked up all the good wrestlers from all yep. the territories. And, um, yeah, I guess that was kind of the big thing in making it a widespread success and helped transform professional wrestling into what it is today, because... It's the first thing you see. I think everyone has vaguely heard of WrestleMania or, like, if, you know, if they're aware of WWE, that's probably that, why. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the event has also, like, facilitated the rise of a whole bunch of celebrities and stars, um, namely The Rock. I don't think The Rock would be... Oh, Rock's a household name. You, well, I, yeah. every, everyone knows But he wouldn't Dwayne be Johnson what he is, is today if it hadn't been for no, of course his not. Um, showcase of charisma in yeah. wrestling. Definitely one of the most charismatic um, wrestlers to ever come through the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have John Cena, who everyone knows from the memes. Um, <laughs> he's, and he's also, well, you know, he's the face of wrestling, you know? So, well, like, currently. Cur- currently, and how long has he been? Since, what, over 10 years, I reckon. Yeah, definitely, like yeah. 15 even. Mm. Since we um, were babies. Yes. Not quite, but no. youngins. Little youngins That's running right, around. That's right, the chain gang was uh, on posters in uh, bedrooms all around the world. Well, they were in mine. Yeah. Admittedly. Of course. <laughs> Same with mine. I'm saving Followed that by from... Jeff Hardy and a bit of Randy Orton. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saving the, the John Cena rant for our John Cena episode. I'm sparing you tonight, Julian, because you know how much I love we to talk all, about the like... face that runs the place. <laughs> John Cena. The, you can't see The people's him. champ. No, that's The Rock. That's The Rock. How dare you? He's the champ. The champ is here. Oh this is God. getting ridiculous now. Back on topic, WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> the first WrestleMania ever was held in Madison Square Garden in New York City. The 10th and the 20th editions were also held there. And the significance of the venue is massive in the history of um, WWE in particular, but also wrestling. I mean, a lot yeah. of promotions earlier on, before the whole conception of WrestleMania, um, were coming through there. Mm. It was sort of the place to be for wrestling. Yeah, like- definitely. And since then, a lot of important events have been held in the same venue. I mean, uh, I remember the Rumble. Was the Rumble in 08 held there when John Cena uh, returned? Yes, I, I mean, it was. Always something iconic yeah. happens at the Garden, I think. And I, I believe that's deliberate. WrestleMania 3 in Detroit was held in the suburb of Pontiac, Michigan, and was the highest attended indoor sports event in the world with 93,173 fans in attendance. Woo that's a lot of fans. Yeah, so obviously it's um, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, wrestling's actually not as obscure <laughs> as some people might think it is. There's it's it's a, enormous. There's a huge following. Yep, and it's constantly growing. It's kind of a cult following in a way, I believe. Oh, definitely. I believe definitely. It's, it attracts a certain type of person who has a specific interest. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like you don't really get... Actually, before I get to that, I will mention um, that those numbers are growing. However, they have been notoriously fudged, as of recent years especially. I mean, um, oh, when was... I think it was at a press conference for WrestleMania 32 where Vince McMahon promised that they would break 100,000 um, in ticket sales. And surprisingly, guess what number popped up on the screen at WrestleMania this year? It was... 101 something? Yeah, 101, yeah. 500, something like just, that. They, they just got in there, right? Yeah. They just got in there. According to Dave, Dave Meltzer. Meltzer, Dave Meltzer is the man in the know, basically. Yes. He's the top journalist in the wrestling industry with the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He kind of knows everything that you need to know, basically. Um, he revealed that those numbers were, in fact, a lot lower than that. They were in those early uh, 90,000 Ranges. If you had included uh, staff, people there, event space, backstage crew, yep. they still wouldn't have even broken the 100,000. <laughs> they would have got to about 97, I believe he said. Yes. So that's a bit awkward, Vincent Kennedy bit. McMahon. But nevertheless, still massive attendance. Yeah. Massive attendance. Just, and for some wrestling. For some wrestling. For some good old wrestling. Uh, just like any other sport, you know, Super Bowl, um, uh, even like AFL, we're able to fill out stadiums. Wrestling can do the exact same thing. Definitely. Um, what do you think then? I guess it's like kind of perceived by us. I mean, we look forward to it yes. year round. It's kind of like our Christmas WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania kind of, weekend. Yeah, WrestleMania weekend. It, it kind of functions on this um, yearly cycle. It's the stories throughout the year in WWE build up to WrestleMania for the yes. most part. There are... I will mention now, but we'll go into more detail in later shows about this, but there are kind of the big four pay-per-views with WWE. There's WrestleMania. Royal Rumble, um, SummerSlam. Yeah, and Survivor Series. Series. So there's those four, and they kind of play a major role in seeing the storylines and the characters digress and transverse through there. Um, But WrestleMania is kind of the big one. That's kind of like the blow-off for the end of the year. The culmination of everything. Yeah. So that being said... It's a big deal for us, and then it's kind of like it's kind of how it's made its name, its moniker of um, the biggest sporting spectacle in the world. But I, don't, I guess a lot of people don't see it that way because they're not interested in wrestling. But I do believe if you ever get the chance to just sit down and watch a WrestleMania match, the atmosphere is just like it's otherworldly. Insane. It really is. All right, I'll head to a song. Yes, uh, up next we have Sky's the Limit. This is Sasha Banks' entrance theme by the WWE soundtrack. You're listening to the Hot Tag here on Sin Nation. Welcome back. That was Sky's the Limit. Uh, Sasha Banks' theme there. Very awesome track. We always pop for it whenever it plays. Who doesn't love it? (laughs) Jim Johnston makes a lot of the the tracks for WWE music. Practically all of them. He's a veteran. Anyway, we're going to be talking about this year's WrestleMania. Was it good? That's what What happened? Was it bad? Why? Do tell us, Aaron. Why? Why are you relying on me? All right. Well, I'll kick it well, off. Well, I did, I did um, actually write a review about it, so I, I could uh, do it. Psh, oh, listen you to like. you, Miss Journalist. Wrestling Journalist. I'll kick it off then. Go. Do it. This year's WrestleMania surprised me. I had my expectations really low for this. Uh, I was disappointed by the build-up to a lot of the matches. You and, and me both. Yeah. Um, and look, I think that goes for a lot of fans, but I was genuinely surprised. And I genuinely did enjoy most of the matches, par the end match, the last match. Uh, yeah, okay, Reigns we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, but um, 
Any particular standout matches that happened, Erin? Okay, so I first off, like straight off the bat, WrestleMania this year was way too long. Um, yeah, seven hours in total. Mm-hmm. Pre-show Crazy. included two hours of pre-show, five hours main show. Imagine sitting in that seat. I, I heard a lot of complaints about like people just feeling just uncomfortable the whole time really? sitting in these poor seatings. Yeah, seats. the steel chairs. Um, on top of that as well, amazing. Incredible set design and aesthetic of this year's WrestleMania was brilliant. Yeah, the whole um, Ultimate Thrill ride. There was that roller coaster. It totally wasn't cheesy. It totally worked. It was was really amazing. What Um, a spectacle! Yeah, definitely was a lot of obviously a lot of effort and money, especially money went into that. Every wrestler, bar like a couple, (laughs) had a you know, an engaging entrance. There was fireworks for, like, apparently no reason. But, you know, (laughs) I love fireworks. I'm not going to complain. No, it was... Aesthetically, it was phenomenal. It was insane. Um, As for, like, the matches, I think they all... They all all had their moments. They did have their moments, and they all lived up to... Well, they lived beyond the expectations that we had of them, particularly... I think personally the first match as well on the main card, um, AJ Styles versus Shane, Shane McMahon, McMahon um, completely exceeded any expectation. Of course, I don't of think course. it had any expectation going into Just, the show. It was it was really last minute in terms of story, mm. but damn, what a match! So Shane McMahon, um, the son of the owner of WWE, yes. um, is so, uh, currently the commissioner, commissioner for SmackDown, SmackDown Live. Yeah. Uh, so very big deal, but. Shane O'Mac puts on a show like a damn hero. Well, he's just a stunt devil, isn't he? He is, and it's fantastic. That's why he's got his name, because he's just like a, what is he, like 40-something? He's got three kids, and he just feels the need to jump off of stuff and like (laughs) put his life at risk. Think about the net worth resting on that man. Like Think (laughs) about the money that he owns, and he's still doing that to himself. Yeah. He doesn't need to do that. It's something he loves, and you just, you can't take that away from someone. I know. AJ Styles won, stole 2016, undoubtedly. One of the best wrestlers in the world today. So putting him against Shane McMahon, who isn't a technically trained wrestler, was Mm. always going to be a risk, but it totally paid off. There were spots that were exciting, um, and the match, it was like a decent length. No match was, like, I don't think it was too long or anything. Yeah, it did feel fast. There was a lot. But it was was um, the opening match. Yes, but still, like, what a match. Yeah, it was great. Also, um, moving down the card, I guess the women's matches were not as great as I'd hoped, but I did... Not as great as last year's. Yeah, totally. But the reason being for that, I believe, was that they were completely overbooked. I mean, yes. you had a fatal four-way for the Raw Women's ta- and then Championship, and then you had... Every a, SmackDown women's which is uh, six, contestant. Yeah, which is six women fighting for one belt. Um, it, it felt yeah. clustered yeah. and undeveloped. Yeah, so a big thing for me, I think, would be to improve for next year's Mania would have... Proper like a, feuds. Proper feuds. Like yeah. I was saying to you, I mean, we get high-profile feuds for the men and we get championship bouts, but we mm. don't necessarily get that for the women. And yeah. maybe that's because the rosters aren't as deep as they could be at this time, but they're definitely on their way there. I mean, you've got the developmental side of things coming through. Yep. You've got all this talent here waiting in the wings. Mm. Uh, you could totally have some high-profile matches there, just out of rivalries. I think that would be awesome to see yeah. in a year's time. Uh, as for championship matches, well, what do you reckon? Goldberg I, versus Lesnar, let's start with that one. That, was, that made me very happy. Mm. It made me very happy, but now I'm very sad. <laughs> um, we'll discuss that in a bit with like the future of you know yeah, what's yeah. just happened. But um, The match itself, reasonable length. <laughs> it's four minutes four reasonable. Minutes, that's a very reasonable length um, for that kind of match. 
good. I was, I was, I was screaming. It was, it was good. It was really good. <laughs> but um, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho yes. also put on a show. That was a really good title match, I believe. Um, didn't like the finish though. I didn't, I didn't mention like this finish? to you. I didn't like, didn't like the finish because it was a bit. What it was a power bomb on the apron, and then they and then rolled he dragged in and, him he in and pinned, then pinned him. him. I felt that was a bit disjointed, but yeah. It um, made Kevin look strong, which is what you needed, yes, given that Jericho's leaving soon. And yeah, God it's bless sort of, his heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's it's solidified his um his heel status and his his power. Yeah. So it's good to see him as like a clear bad guy. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens with him in the future. Totally. Um, what other title matches would we have? Let's Intercontinental. That mm. sort of was a breeze. I missed it. As well, yeah, like, you I wasn't missed that. aware. I, w- I went back and watched it. Did you go back and watch it? It was on the pre-show, surprisingly. How unfair is that? But, to have you know, you know this in- intercontinental title that was you know so. Oh, I think so it's just in- indicative before. of the fact that there's just there was too much going on in there this was, year's WrestleMania. There, really there was, was just had too many matches going on because they had too much talent. The rosters are so deep. On it takes Raw five and minutes Smackdown. to walk down that ramp. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, at least they didn't have like a, a long performance this year or anything. Like yeah. Luke Biscuit didn't go over time, so we didn't have to see the tag. No, uh, Pipple and Flo Rider. Oh, yeah, they kept were, were pretty quick. They so. kept it sweet. Thank um, God. But look, it was a good WrestleMania. Let's talk about the tag match, the Raw Tag Team. Oh, of course. Um, we had... Oh, say it. Your and Julian's favourite moment brought him to tears, literally brought you to tears. So the Hardy Boys uh, finally returned to WWE after seven years. Yes. Seven years. Um, and with that, oh, that theme. That as fantastic... soon as that theme hit, the stadium erupted. That's definitely going to go down in history as one of the most iconic, overwhelming, yeah. iconic WrestleMania, WrestleMania moments of all time. Fantastic. Just welcoming, you know, now broken Matt and... Uh, Brother Nero, but they've not been established as that yet in WWE. Yeah. Um, oh, it got, just got me all giddy. And I love it. Giddy? I, yeah. You were crying. I was crying. You were literally I know. crying like it a little was, boy. It was, was beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> it was really good. I'm, oh, good WrestleMania. Yeah, good I'm, WrestleMania. I'm very happy with Let's it. Let's talk about the main event. Do we have to? Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Roman Reigns. Beat the Undertaker. Now Undertaker's streak is what now? It's like twenty-two and two. Twenty-two and two. Yeah, that's oh, right. Undertaker left everything he had in the ring. Okay, so oh. Undertaker, like he's re- retired. Let, no, let's talk about how much of a just icon of WrestleMania he is. You know, yeah. Having attended what? Fifth, how many in a row? WrestleManias in a row. Oh, we should know this. Endless. Well, what's his streak? Twenty. Tw- what's that, 24? 24, 24, yeah. yeah. Twenty-four WrestleManias 24. in a row. Uh, just sensational. Mm. Most of his matches have been fantastic, and we all love him so much for him. I like, listened to um, I listened to good old JR's podcast just on the way here as well, and um, Jim Ross, an old commentator from WWE, and he was saying, "Mark Calloway, Undertaker, greatest of all time for sure." Blah blah. Yeah, and, um, and he's not yeah. wrong. Undertaker is the greatest of all time, and don't cry again. Just to see him go to Roman Reigns. Sort of hurt. We're gonna. We're, I think we're gonna have to unpack this whole Roman Reigns thing in a later we, episode. Oh, definitely, we will. Um, but that it was a moment. It was a moment. It was that. It was a good end. WrestleMania, albeit thematically, it was the the roller coaster. Blah blah blah. Um, ultimate thrill ride. It yeah. literally was a roller coaster of emotions. We had that ultimate height in the middle with the Hardys' return, and then we had that crushing defeat yeah. and low at the end when Roman Reigns exited the building and Undertaker left, seemingly for the last time. Yeah, I think the child and all of us died. Yeah, at the end, it was it was definitely felt like with everyone, 
uh, in the audience and that I've talked to, you know, that watched it mm. live as well. But I went back and watched it. So I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Did, really? No, oh. I couldn't. I went I back couldn't. and watched the whole show. It was great. Oh, for real? I skipped through it, but like, <laughs> I shut up. <laughs> Let's go to a song. All right. Our next song that we have up is, uh, well, a theme song for the ultimate thrill ride that was WrestleMania this year. This is Greenlight by Pitbull, Flowrider and Lunch Money Lewis. You're on Sin Nation with the Hot Tag. Welcome back to the Hot Tag here on Sin Nation with your hosts, Erin and Julian. Ah, uh, that song was Pitbull, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately? <laughs> I'm just going to apologise right now. Pitbull Pitbull's featuring Flowrider and Lunch Money Lewis with Greenlight, which was the theme song for this past year's WrestleMania. Again. It'll be stuck in your head. Flowrider so- does that. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> just so sorry. Don't be, don't be. Anyway, our next segment, we're going to be talking about our favourite WrestleMania moments. Um, this should be fun because there's a lot that we could talk about. Um, some honourable mentions that I'd like to put up there are um, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan with that big slam in, in was it the first WrestleMania or the second one? I can't remember um, now. Second, second, I believe it might be. Yeah. Um, that kind of was like earth shattering at the time. The Literally. Fact that, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Andre <laughs> the Giant. Funny enough. Big bloke. <laughs> Funny enough. Hmm, I would have thought he was a small man. Well, what are we going to call him? Oh, he's a Andre big man. Andre the Midget. <laughs> yeah, good one. Um, so that was a big deal. Um, have you left it in here? I see you've left it in here. This one that we disputed about earlier. Oh. Maybe yes. not. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You have left it in. Okay, that, well, well, I won't say anything. Let's talk about it. Well, this our... is great. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Highlight Reel. Roll the footage, monkeys. Red Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin taking it to the street, so to speak. That was the moment of Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. Uh, quite a very important match, Aaron. For what reason? Okay, so this match kind of was the beginning of... Well, the onset, I think, the trigger that pushed the Attitude Era. Yes. Um, the Attitude Era being that boost in the late 90s, early 2000s, of professional wrestling, where it kind of just skyrocketed in popularity, took to the mainstream, attracted that youth audience and started focusing around youth culture and yeah. edginess, um, <laughs> which, yeah, I'm sure a we'll lot of people a bit of around, of our, like, around our age um, and maybe a bit older, early 20s, would remember <laughs> that popping up on the TV screen, yeah. a bit of raunchiness. But this was kind of like the onset from it. So Bret Hart is kind of like a symbol at this time of good guy, technician, Wrestler and yes. Stone Cold is the the antihero essentially, yeah. um, but he's a villain at this time. He's yep. a villain. Bret Hart's the good guy. The here we saw the double turn at WrestleMania 13, where I think this the image itself. I'll describe the image itself mm. is just of Stone Cold face first in a pool of his own blood, refusing to tap out to Bret Hart. That changed the game really. That is the moment I think that made Stone Cold a hero and of course Stone Cold becoming the face almost. If you could argue The Rock even but I believe Stone Cold the face of the Attitude Era. That's when they turned Bret Hart became the bad guy because everyone was like well you know we've seen enough of you, you are dated (laughs) now, we want Stone Cold. Stone Cold was the anti-hero who represented everything that the people wanted to see they wanted to see change. So that's why it's in there as our 10 moment. Mm. Number 9 Number nine is CM Punk winning the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 25. I love CM Punk to the moon and back. He's 
an amazing wrestler. He's had a great personality on on camera, and he evolved so much so quickly. Um, and to see him win uh, Money in the Bank two years in a row was massive. Uh, I cannot remember very well if he did win uh, World Heavyweight Gold at that time. I think he did. The yeah, second he did. time around. Yeah, he cashed in to win um, the second time around. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I thought so. Um, but just, it was a great way to end a great ladder match, mm, uh, both definitely. years. I think Punk um, was always ahead of the game, though. Of course, of course. All right, number eight. The time has come for the nature boy, Rick Flair, to put his career on the line against Shawn Michaels. This one's my number one. <laughs> this one's my number one. This this is uh, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 24. Ric Flair's retirement. So Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, best buddies. And the match ends putting old yeller, as JR called famously, out of his misery. Shawn Michaels, sweet chair music to the face, pin, one, two, three, hugs Ric Flair and leaves him to say goodbye to the crowd. Yeah. I don't think there was a dry eye in the house. Never, <laughs> no. This match. Uh, um, how old were we at that time? Jeez, I that think time... you've been like eight no, a bit older, a bit older? definitely. Um, but but it's, it's br- the moment nevertheless, that stuck with me. Nevertheless, it was yeah, just so beautiful. Like he <laughs> saying, you know, he said, "I'm sorry, I love you." Mm. Before uh, delivering the finishing blow. Yeah, and he mouthed it. You didn't hear him say yeah, it, but oh, was, what a moment! Yeah, just like in the character and the presentation of that moment as well. Just these two performers, yeah. not athletes, these but performers, performers in the ring. These amazing, just show-stopping performers that the world loves over and. To see it like end like that, it was it was a beautiful send off and just even what a match. Mm, definitely. All right, number seven. Years from now, the people are going to be saying and talking about this match, saying I was there, I witnessed the Rock and Hulk Hogan. Number seven is the Rock versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. This was massive this match. It was it was a clash of different eras almost. You know, Hulk Hogan, you know, one of the almost forefathers I guess of wrestling. Um, oh, definitely. Uh against at, at the time, you know, the new face of the company, The Rock, just the clash was enormous and the crowd was split both ways, you know, let's go Rocky, let's think, go Hogan. Yeah, they were definitely split, but I think more so the interesting thing that happened here was that The Rock going into this match was the good guy. Obviously, yeah. Hulk Hogan being a part of the like Hollywood Hogan supposed to be this arrogant yeah, character. Yeah, but was still yeah. like the most cheered in that match. And <laughs> yeah, the most because he was an backed. icon and well, he hadn't wrestled in a... In a long time. In a WWE and for like how long? I don't know. Ages. Very, yeah. Yeah. Or, or if at all. Um, we should know these we facts. We should, but, look, but it doesn't matter. It was it's nevertheless. About the it was about the moment. Just that that face off at the beginning. They look around and people chanting mm. both ways. It was electric. Yeah. It was pure electricity, and what a moment itself. All right, number six. What? Oh my! You gotta be kidding me! Things are about to be broken. Number six is the Hardys' return at this year's WrestleMania. We rambled about it before, but let's do it again. I love the Hardys, Erin. 
Uh, noticeably a bit larger um, <laughs> than, than they were seven years ago. A bit, yeah. a bit older, look, dustier looking, but you know, but they've been grinding hard on the indie circuit. Yep. It's not like they've been sitting on the couch eating potato chips this no, whole time. No, they've been no, working they've hard. They've been working very hard. Um, um, obviously, Matt coming back with this new character of yes, broken uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah, Matt being the uh, the more popular. And, um, yeah, for the first time for in the his first whole time career. Ever, and it's awesome to see. And he's just doing it so well. So mm. to be able to see that and what it will bring uh, in the future of WWE is just spectacular. It's wonderful. Oh, you did it. Yes. You had to. You had to. I had to. That's so weird. Um, <laughs> brilliant stuff. And just what a moment. All right, number five. Who can capitalize? What the hell? What on earth? Seth Rollins. This is brilliant. Are you kidding me? That right there was Seth Rollins with the heist of the century, cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase at WrestleMania 31 to save, quite literally save, the main event of oh. the show. Look, it wasn't actually that bad of a match in all fairness. I think the match gets a bad rap. Um, it does. With Brock Lesnar, uh, Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns fighting for the World Championship. Yes. But no one really knew how it was going to end, so yeah. it was a bit awkward. But this... <laughs> skyrocketed it. It woke yeah. people up. It got people, like, screaming. Yeah. Oh. Seth Rollins was the bad guy, right? He'd seen with the authority of WWE, the bad guys, who were kind of, like, just ruling over all the people everyone mm-hmm. wanted to see win. But Seth Rollins, an indie darling in, in the wrestling world. Everybody loved him. He's kind of like the, the face of the new group of yeah. guys who came through in the, like, late... 2010 around the time, yeah, like definitely, just kind of in the definitely. indies around then. Um, well, not indies, but FCW, WDB, developmental. But like, mm-hmm. he's kind of the face of that. So everybody wanted to see him succeed, obviously, mm. and they knew he was a star. Like, yeah. what? And, a, he, and just an for it to happen athlete. like this, yeah, fantastic, yeah, fantastic. It's it's storybook stuff. Mm. He comes in heist of the century, and that that last shot of him holding the title it's at good, the eh? at the stage, it's good. Spinning it around, and Great. wasn't he? Um, I think I saw something, and he was like the only person younger than WrestleMania itself to have competed at WrestleMania. Really? And that, yeah, that That's was the awesome. moment. Yeah, pretty cool, hey? That's really awesome. All right, number four. Number four was the TLC match, the triple threat tag team match at WrestleMania X7. Iconic match. That was good old JR's voice that you oh, heard just then. He's a god. I love him. Um, this match put three of the most extreme, the most daring, the most awesome tag teams in one match with not just tables, not just chairs, but ladders all together for the titles spectacular stuff. Well, they totally revolutionised what a ladder match is, let alone innovating TLC. I mean, before that, we had the first ladder match in WWE, WrestleMania 10 with Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. And this took it to a whole new level, obviously. And I don't think any tag, like TLC match, let alone tag team match, will will ever compare with this one. Well, look, we can talk about the DIY versus the revival um, as well. In terms of... Spots and excitement, as opposed Very to well. pure, pure wrestling, wrestling, which is right. what we're seeing a resurgence um, of now. So yeah, like it was hardcore wrestling, extreme at its friggin' finest. You know, it was amazing stuff, and I can't stop watching it. It's it's beautiful <laughs> to watch. Heading around with a heartfelt embrace on his friend Chris Benoit. 
That right there was Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit celebrating at the end of WrestleMania 20. Eddie Guerrero previously in the night winning the WWE Championship and Chris Benoit having just won the World Heavyweight Championship moments before. This is emotional um, for a lot of reasons because people often look back at this moment as a sad moment because we shortly after that lost Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit within I think six months of each other yeah. uh, which is heartbreaking because they were two of the Smackdown 6 two of the ex- excellent wrestlers in Smackdown at the time but also yeah. just two legends all around they yeah. came up through WCW and moved into WWE and were absolute fan favourites yeah, like, just genuinely great wrestlers and just people anyone could get behind mm-hmm. uh, and, and to see them go like you know like that it was you know such a shame Mm. Um, but it was a hard-earned moment, I think, is what made absolutely, it stand absolutely. the test of and time. It, it was real. It, it was really... Oh, yeah. There was nothing fabricated about yeah. that. It was so real. All right, number two. A third and five oh. Undertaker! Brock Lesnar into the cover! Hooks the leg! The streak is over! At number two is the Undertaker's streak finally being beaten by Brock Lesnar. Truly heartbreaking stuff, Aaron. I think this is the moment that brought a lot of disillusioned wrestling fans back. Yes. Around when was this? Twenty fourteen. Uh yes, I believe so. Yeah, maybe so, twenty thirteen. Yeah, so a lot of people who'd switched off around then decided, whoa, like what? what What's just going on? Happened? Because the yeah. Undertaker's streak was seemingly untouchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, until this point in time, and the fact that he lost it to Brock Lesnar obviously caused a lot of anger in the wrestling community because and confusion, confusion, and just. Oh, because they could pure. have used it kind of to build a new star, but instead Absolutely. they used it to give more heat to this monster who'd yeah. been around for a long time um, prior to his absence going on to see, go to Japan, do a UFC career. Um, but, you know, I think it was like, it's hard to say. I think it's still too soon to be like, should the Undertaker streak have ever been broken? I feel like no, it's a whole it's, can of worms. It, absolutely. That we can't really In open itself, tonight. Yeah. Um, absolute. Devastation, you know, and we've got some iconic memes of the people oh, yeah, right. around <laughs> who've been <laughs> devastated by uh, the loss. But um, number two moment, fantastic. Number one. From the same event as The Undertaker's Retirement, WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan goes on to win the World Heavyweight Championship to a sea of yes, yes. chants. It's serenaded by the crowd. The yes movement. <laughs> so Daniel Bryan, another massive name if you're not familiar with him, to know, kind of really a game changer in WWE. Yeah. Um, the people's, they wanted to see him yeah. succeed. succeed. Again, yeah. another indie darling. Um, not The underdog, the total underdog. Yeah, the ultimate the, underdog. Oh, this is the ultimate underdog story. He had to conquer Triple H in yeah. the first match of the night. Was and then he won? He was attacked by Triple H and sidelined and injured, yep. and then he had to go on to beat Batista and Randy Orton yeah. in a triple threat. At Which the end he of the did, night. and it was simply sensational. It, just the ultimate feel-good story, and mm, the story. I think that's the important part. The, the yeah. build oh, to it, this story was, really was months and months long, and that's why the payoff was so spectacular, so satisfying, mm. and just a brilliant moment. Mm. All right. I'm feeling a bit worn out now after that. That was, <laughs> I feel a little WrestleMania moment today. WrestleMania out. moment today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's throw it over to a song, Jules. All right, up now we have Amazing Naomi's theme song off the WWE soundtrack. That song right there was amazing. Literally. 
It's quite <laughs> I amazing. I see what you've done there. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Naomi's theme song uh, by WWE Music. Um, this is The Hot Tag with Erin and Julian. On and, Sin Nation. Yeah, on Sin Nation. That's where we are right now. Sin right Nation. Here. Sin Nation. That's Welcome to use. our nation. Thank you. <laughs> Tonight we have been talking all about WWE WrestleMania. Um, if you missed the start of the show, please head over to our podcast. You can catch our podcast on Omni, iTunes, and on the Sin website. Um, they'll be up sometime during the week. We still have a little bit more for you, though. Um, yes, we're going to talk about what our predictions for next year's WrestleMania are. Yeah, that's right. Uh, how do we want to kick it off with our possible debuts? Yeah, okay, so let's talk about... Um, Hey, maybe let's talk about the build-up and the feuds okay. moving into WrestleMania. I mean, you can see that there are kind of feuds at the minute being formed for SummerSlam. Yes. Obviously, SummerSlam's kind of like the halfway point yeah. um, compared but to WrestleMania. But let's talk about some that we would like to see uh, But developed. yeah, I guess it's important to c- consider where we of might course, finish off at SummerSlam so that we know where that payoff might lead at WrestleMania. Um, n- new debuts on that note as well. We've seen some new debuts post-WrestleMania that yeah. we-, we want to see in the main event, essentially, of WrestleMania. We've of got course. Shinsuke Nakamura has just debuted from NXT, developmental, yes. moved up to main roster WWE. Yep, we are very um, happy. And he should, like, already be in the main event. I don't yep, know yep. why he no, isn't oh, look, already. He'll, uh, very soon, he'll get the AJ Styles treatment. He'll be skyrocketed to the main event, I yeah. reckon, very soon. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to see him... Uh, I I wanted to see it this year, but we didn't get it. I wanted I to see too. him and Brock Lesnar. <sighs> because Jeez. they've had well, that even... match in New Japan, and I think it would be really cool to see it, how yeah. it translates over to a, mm, a, a, a Western audience. Yes. Um, ooh, jeez. Um, uh, other NXT call-ups. Uh, Alexa Bliss got a great push, fresh off NXT. Yeah, she did too. Um, and she's still getting pushed. I, I love it. It's fantastic. My gosh. But when she came up at the draft around May time last yes. year, so she's um, been around for a while, but like... Um, it's good yeah. to see um, Ty Dillinger finally getting his call up. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely ready for the mid card. Um, and I'd like to see him go, like, uh, IC... No, he can't go for the IC title. It's on a different yeah. show now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I feel like he's at a deficit now with, yeah. the, with the title swap. So recently they shame. just had a... Um, a shake-up. Um, a shake-up. It's shake like, up. like a mini-draft, yeah. almost. They kind of just swapped, swapped a whole bunch yeah. of superstars. And consequently, the titles, the Intercontinental title and, and the, the US, US title, title, which are the mid-tier belts, have been swapped, swapped shows. Yes. I feel like that's... It was it, a it's bit still, premature. Well, it's still early to tell. I feel like it's still early to tell, Definitely. but I feel like that's going to be... Kevin is looking... Kevin Owens strange. is looking strong as US champion on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very business, and I like it. Mm-hmm. And he speaks French, and I like it. Yeah, I know. But anyway, do. back to WrestleMania. Yeah, um, what are some possible debuts you would like to see, Erin? When? Uh, for next WrestleMania. For next WrestleMania. By next WrestleMania or like the from post like WrestleMania. Outside? From, from anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world. I can pick world. anyone? Anyone I'll I want? I'll give you three picks. Well, I'm, I, I don't think I can think of three. Ooh, okay. I don't, well, th- I don't know that I can. List any picks. List, list. Um, would you like me to go first? Yeah, can you please? Cause okay. I'm not sure. Um, I suspect Adam Cole. Okay, well, yeah, that was the only one I was thinking. But then again, yeah. I don't really... I, I don't want to see him leave either. Yeah. But I, he's been dropping down in the card on Ring of Honor. Which is an American independent promotion. Yes. Um, and I think he's ready. It's coming <laughs> oh, do you now? Do you now? You think he's ready? Yeah. You got a problem with that? Where's your clipboard? Are you, are you watching Adam Cole ticking the boxes? I'm ticking all the he's boxes. He's got charisma. He's got yes. his ring ability. Yes. We're just a couple of smarks talking wrestling, Julian. Um, another call up. Hmm. 
I'm not too sure. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. know who I want to come up. Uh, from NXT, how about? Would you like to see anyone else move up by this time next year? Um, I'd like to see Billy Kay and Peyton Royce up yeah. on the main roster. Two Definitely. Aussie girls competed a lot um, across Australia. I know we know them from Melbourne City Wrestling, yep. um, being locals, but they've competed all across Australia. And um, I know Billy Kay. I'm not sure about Peyton. I'm pretty sure, but I know Billy Kay competed in Shimmer Wrestling, which is mm-hmm. a, a popular women's all women's promotion, and it's. I like the little duo that they formed. I was worried yeah. kind of seeing just be Australians like, being thrown yeah. here and there. But um, it works. It works really well. Yes. And I think they'd be a really powerful... None, they'd be fine on their own too, but I think they'd be really good together as a duo up on main yes, roster because definitely. they could definitely bounce off of each other and have yes. some really interesting matches mm. on the main card. Of course, of course. Uh, also from NXT, I'd like to see uh, Drew McIntyre get back up to main roster. Mm. Um, but I believe that may be well before WrestleMania, though like perhaps a SummerSlam or Survivor Series appearance uh, because he's already been such an established um, wrestler previously when he was on WWE. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't agree with you. I don't, don't necessarily agree. agree with you. I think NXT, this is a discussion we'll obviously have at, at another time, yes. but I think NXT as a brand is changing. It's not so much developmental as it was once intended. I think there's a lot of reliance on independent stars who are already established via other means who are out there grinding on the circuit or are using the internet to their full advantage, which we will be discussing in a later episode. But because of that, I think the reliance there shows that they're trying to build their own profile in NXT. And whether that works long term um, is yet to be seen, I think. I think uh, the future of NXT is definitely something that we need to discuss, whether yes. it's going to become same level, perhaps, as SmackDown. It's, it's, and it's on the track, too. Well, there's definitely a split there between you, like high-level stars. There's different fan and, base as well. Yeah. Um, but look, like you said, that's for a later discussion. It's completely different. Uh, finally, I'd like to ask you, uh, any dream matches? For next year's WrestleMania that you have? Um, John Cena and The Undertaker. <laughs> because he's not retired. You smart. He's still going. Something else we didn't mention before at, mm-hmm. at this year's WrestleMania was um, John Cena's moment. Oh, he proposed, where he proposed to, to his girlfriend, his Mrs. Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella. Yeah. Um, that was a nice moment. Now that we've mentioned that, we can move on. Um, yes. So John Cena want... and, the, and The Undertaker, like, it's... It should have happened this year. It should have, yeah, it should have happened this year. I mean, Roman Reigns is a dead set substitute for John Cena. He's just like a worse version. Yes, um, much worse. <laughs> but, like, I don't know that I'll ever be complete as a person if I don't get to see that. I, I, I understand where you're coming from, and I completely agree. And I really hope so, too. Like, I really, really hope so. Um, match that I would like to see, uh, just Kevin Owens and Shinsuke Nakamura. I reckon, oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Just perfect heel, perfect face, and I reckon they would clash really well. I reckon they could really do some work. Or Shinsuke versus AJ, if we get a repeat of uh, two years ago Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, or last um, year's Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom, um, not the one past, but the year before. Yes, um, I I want to see AJ main event, properly main event. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, yeah, that's my hopes for next year's WrestleMania. Mm. All right. Well, we are out of time here on the hot tag, so we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us. Um, 
if you might have tuned in like halfway through or you want to hear us again, maybe you just loved our Wrestle Talk so much that you mm-hmm. want to hear it again, um, you can listen to our podcast on iTunes, Omni and the Sim website. You can also like us on Facebook, keep up with us during the week. Um, I, I get a bit kooky with the social media sometimes and, mm, you know. Just a little bit. I had, had, had a bit of fun this week. the hot tag on Facebook. Check yeah, it out, guys. The hot tag. Sin, I think, is hot it? Tags, Fe- yes, Facebook I believe it is. Forward slash the hot tag Sin. Yes. Um, yeah, check us out there. Um, yeah. I think that's about it. I think that's it. That's about it. That's about this it. This has been the hot tag. Thank you very much for oh, being with us. We'll be back next week and we'll be talking about John the Cena. The one and only John Cena. John Cena. Because I just the time is now, Erin. The time is now. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us here on Sin Nation. We've been Erin and Jules on the hot tag. Want to talk wrestling? Let's get ready to rumble! The Hot Tag, 8 till 9pm every Friday on Sin Nation. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets up.